I said, well, last time we took Jeremy to a gay bar <laughs> was on Halloween. And I never got to go there. You weren't able to go because it was, uh, I think you had the girls that weekend. But we went to this gay bar, and he was dressed as a Viking, first of all. Well, oh. You know, gay men, they love when the bear walks in. Oh, and he's so a bear. they all assumed he, which Jeremy was getting drinks bought for him. And then us girls are over here like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I don't want to go. Jeremy's like double fisted, like, this yeah. shit's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 21. And we got a special guest in the the studio today. No yeah. licking. Yes, Mr. Parker. So oh. if you hear panting, it's not me or Daydream. I'm not sure why he's heavily breathing. He has water and he's just real excited. He's pretty pumped. It's not me or Daydream. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is a happy, pretty boy. He is. And he was driving me crazy today while I was working and I was like, I'm going to feel so bad if I leave him at the house, so I just let him come come with me on a road trip. Well. He's an angel. We're glad that he's here. Mm-hmm. And we're glad that y'all are here, and hopefully y'all enjoyed the last episode. Yeah. Our audio was a little, y'all probably noticed it swapped at one point. We're... We're sorry. Our Behringer <laughs> likes to play tricks on us and be like, ha Apparently the computer went to sleep or something. We're not real sure, but we've tried to put no. everything into, uh, yeah, I got told that we sounded like we were in the bathroom by somebody and somebody else, but the, sure you know, we're, did. we're working it out and we're sorry. Yeah. And, uh, this one's going to be a lot better. So it will now we are literally watching it so yeah so if you are watching this on video and you're watching our eyeballs move and look over that's what we're doing but (laughs) it is right before father's day yeah and uh i want y'all to see i'm wearing a shirt i wore it today for my dad and it says if at first you don't succeed call dad i like that my dad did too he was like huh Especially since he canceled on me and we are no longer going to the casino. I know. He's a bougie when it comes to casinos, apparently. So, and apparently I'm not popular or cool enough (laughs) to find a replacement on such short notice. Everybody's busy. I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm supposed to be <laughs> at a casino. So. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna stay local and do a couple of fun things and yeah, go on another day, another yeah. weekend. Yeah, so, so definitely gonna be doing that. Um, but yeah, we wanted to kind of chat with you all about Father's Day and fathers and statistics and fun little things mm-hmm. that we kind of came across. So, um, and then give you guys an, your normal little kitty update. So. Yeah. I was talking to Lauren earlier, and I was like, we should talk about, like, some of our favorite memories of our dads growing up. What did you, what is one of your favorite memories? Mm, well, so, like, I grew up, you know, I had my, I have my real dad. People know me personally, the, obviously, my biological father, and uh, we, 
when I hit preteen age, my parents divorced. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of, there was obviously some things. And so we just, he wasn't around. And then, uh, but my mom had married who I call my dad now. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I kind of have dual experiences. I am very thankful my real dad and I are back and everything like that. But he is the one that I like to say is responsible for the awesome driver I am that I like to drive fast. Because I grew up riding motorcycles and four-wheelers. and Surprisingly, you don't scare me. Yeah. Surprisingly, you don't scare me whenever we're in the car. So I feel like... Well, because like, I'm in control. I'm just... Well, I just never feel like you're like a speed racer or anything. Yeah. Um, but you just like to drive fast like uh, Ricky Bobby. Yes. Born for it. <laughs> if, you, if you're not first, you're last. So, uh, uh, yeah, I definitely, true. you know, did that. But, yeah, it was probably like going fishing. I remember one time mm-hmm. uh, I was filming Old Flame the other day. We were talking about fishing. And I said he took me and we went and caught like 132 crappie in one day. We caught a, like a whole. Crappie are fun to catch. So much fun. And so. And they're really good to eat, too. Yeah. So he was probably like some of my very best memories were mm-hmm. that with my real dad. And then my. Dad, dad. I mean, you know the man. He's, he's, yeah. he's, there's too many. There's too many to name a favorite. You need he's pretty great. Yeah. Yesterday it was storming and Deidre, like she reached out to me. She called and said, oh my gosh, I just got caught in this like horrible oh rainstorm. Rain, y'all, there was rain. There was hail. The tornado alarms were going off. And this is downtown Dallas. And I'm like, what are you? What the fuck do you do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the city of a tornado. I know. Down. And so my dad had he had texted me. He's like <laughs> a weatherman. He said, "There's a really nasty storm coming your way." And I said, "I know." Daytree just got caught on it. And he said, <laughs> yeah. um, "If I was there, I would have held her umbrella." Yeah. And he's like, "If I was there, I would have held the umbrella over her." I told him that you said, "Oh, I love him today," and he, love him. you know what he said? He goes, "If you leave sugar out in the rain, it melts." So of course, I would protect you. <laughs> My, why is my own dad not that sweet to me? I don't know. I don't think he's that sweet to me. Because <laughs> I'm just like an angel. I'm all like telling him. I'm like, Deidre's upset about this or whatever. And he's all like, oh, you tell her it'll be okay. But really, it's me. Just so I can like soak that in. <laughs> <laughs> and then I call my dad and he's like, okay. it'll Things will be fine, babe. Gotta go. Love you. Oh, man. What are, what are some of your favorite memories? I was a daddy's girl growing up. So, and I was a tomboy. And so, and I know that's hard to believe, but it's accurate. So, like, when it comes to sports and everything, like, he was always my coach. Um, he was my, or I was his fishing partner. I'm not, a, the one thing I wasn't a tomboy about, though, I will not touch worms or a fish ever. I can't. I can't do it. So he would dig and find the worms. He would bait the hook. I would do all the other things. Yeah. But I also would outfish the crap out of him. And so we would do that. And then we did like an annual <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to save it. I'm going to sit on it. Okay. We had like an annual bike ride that we would do every year. And I don't know why we would do this. We would do it in the middle of the freaking summer. And it was eight miles like riding our bikes. And we, that was our thing. So why don't you do it now? because we work together now and I want to strangle him half the time but (laughs) I love him I still consider myself a daddy's girl um but yeah he was just um he's my he was my guy yeah no I'm very fortunate for my my dad Mm -hmm. um 
both of them now, but like for my dad, dad, like I'm very thankful for him. And because he was, he's always been like, yeah. we've done CrossFit together. We've, he's always been my biggest fan. He supports me. Yeah. You know, he's my, he's my buddy, you know? Uh, yeah. But I was going to say, so whenever I was talking to, when I was out sitting in a kayak and mm-hmm. floating. Talking to yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> one of the few times that uh, Old Flame had to come over there and like, because I got it all messed up or tangled up and didn't want to touch Fix the fish. Fix your and, non-touchable yeah. catfish line. Yeah, and all the things. And uh, I made the same comment. Like, I was like, well, I was talking to him afterwards, and I go, my dad said that he was going to take me fishing, but he wasn't going to fish. He was just going to bait my hook and take the fish off and, like, take me to all the spots. And he goes, well, what do you think I was doing? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, I had to bait and set and pull. And I go, well, okay, but just so you understand, this is the diet. Yeah. Like, this is literally this how, is how I- I've always fished. <laughs> This is how I was treated, and and I grew up. This is the expectation. You're we like, had we had like princess mentality when it comes to fishing, and that's just how we were raised. And you know, you're just gonna have to if you ever go fishing with us. That's that's the yeah. deal. Well, and I told him, I said, "Do you want to have a competition?" He goes, "Why would I do that? I'm spending half the time setting you up. Same. So when you're sitting here going, I outfished him. It's because your daddy was having he to do was everything. he would do all the work. But that's well, I would ca- I would like <laughs> cast it and reel it in. But it was funny because. He was always a scout leader, and he would always tell the Boy Scouts, because I was like three to four years younger than all them, and he was like, she may look like like not much, but she's going to outfish every <laughs> single one of y'all. Yes, that's so funny. But those fish, they like, they poke you and, and wiggle, and I, I can't. I can hold it if you get it off the hook. Uh, and hand it to me. Yeah, I could do that I can too. Like, I could do that. Uh, but I'm, if it moves, I'm dropping and running. <laughs> Well, when I took the girls uh, camping, that was the other thing my real dad and I used to do. We used to go camp, and it was nice. But uh, So I take the girls camping now, and we were fishing, and mm-hmm. I had, I literally was teaching them how to cast, and I threw it out there, and it immediately got a bite from, like, a little baby catfish. So he gets on there, and I, now all of a sudden, I had not thought this process through because I am not the one that takes the fish off Mm-mm. the hook. No, nope. ever. Mm-mm. Even fishing. I mean, going camping out there. I have my friend's seven, eight year old daughter uh, pull, then put the worm on it and do the stuff. I can't do worms. They tear them in half, and it's just weird. Would, oh, yeah. we didn't do that. He would always like kind of lace it on there. But I, and what's wild is he was taking my niece and nephew the other day, and Rhett was kind of doing the same thing I do. Like, oh no, I'm not. Yeah. Tell me why my three-year-old niece goes over there and manhandles a worm out of the dirt. Yeah, they and all I'm do. Like, my girls do, too. It's so <gasps> What weird. is wrong with you? You are not a Ross. <laughs> yeah. Funny. It's like, that is so much happening. But that fish had gotten hooked on the, or on the hook, and because I had not thought it through, now I had to be the one, and I don't even have pliers. I don't even know what the tools I'm supposed to be having to do it. And so... The little girl running gets me some, and then the dam is like one of them did something and pulled it. Like they were, tr- the kids were trying to help me, and the poor fish dropped, and the hook was left in its mouth, and I felt so bad. This is animal abuse, and we'll. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on purpose. Poor baby. I read that they can live. That's fine. We'll be okay. Maybe he'll be bait for somebody else. Maybe, maybe, but- maybe someone else will c- catch him, and then they can. 
Yeah. De-hook him at that point. Right. Poor guy. He just got a piercing, you yeah. know. He got a piercing. piercing. But, you know, I was reading some of the statistics about fatherhood before we came. And one of them that I thought, it was pretty crazy to me. Uh, it said that more children grow up with a pet in the home than their biological father in the United States. 24 million kids grow up with a pet, like a dog or a cat. That's sad. Over over their their. I mean, it's not sad because honestly, some pets are probably better than most people's dads. But but men are. I mean, here's the thing that I they play a big role. Yeah, this was the point that I wanted to make. And so, men and women who we you know we are parents or you have a brother like or a spouse like you want to encourage them that they are so important like to children and their like a their bmi and their health if Mm -hmm. a child grows up with a father in the home they they literally their their weight as they get older is more influenced by their father and how he takes care of himself than the mother really yeah and like 65 percent to 80 percent of kids uh do better that don't make any sense to me because my dad has never been the healthier one of the two I mean, honey, we are not always average and, and work out that way. But, yeah, I mean, they say, like, 65 to 80% of kids, you know, like, they're more likely to fail or end up being pregnant or have all of these things or commit suicide if they... Yeah, that yeah. would make... That makes sense. And, you know, for little girls, I was telling this fact in the past week or so, and 90% uh, of a... Of a Females' self-esteem comes from their father before the age of ten years old. Only ten percent of the outside world have influence on them. So that means mother, teacher, coach, whoever. Mm-hmm. All of those people can be sitting there saying, "You're amazing. You're wonderful." But that ninety percent literally comes from the dad. Well, and I get I, that makes sense to me because I do have a cousin that never met his dad, and it didn't matter how much support system he had. Mm-hmm. Or how much he was told, you know, you're so wonderful. Yeah. It was always, but why doesn't my dad want to know that part yeah. of me? You yeah. know, and I get that. And and honestly, I feel like there's probably statistics where, you know, same with moms, like people that have an absent mom. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm, I'm sure there is. But I think that it's just, I, well, I mean, to me, that's more of like a generalized like parent thing. But growing up. I didn't have the best relationship with my real dad. He wasn't, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I honestly, I am so grateful for my dad now. Um, It's not to say that my real dad didn't love me, but one of the things about unhealthy people is they are typically unhealthy parents, Mm -hmm. you know? And Mm -hmm. so if somebody, they can only give what they got and they can't do more Mm -hmm. than that and offer that up. And so that was, you know, my parents had me very, very young. And so there was a lot of that going on and men don't reach emotional maturity till about the age 43. (laughs) And yeah. And so, I mean, there's a (laughs) a lot of those things and factors when you're a child of a 21 year old, you know? And so, um, but anyway, you know, I've had to accept that. But, you know, my, my dad did come into the picture when I was a preteen. But he he is the one that it's like helped set that bar and bump that bar up right. so high. And if I had not had him, I feel like, you know, there, no, my life would have been completely different. Absolutely. So, so I agree because he's wonderful. Yay. <laughs> Even though I have to tell you the girls and I. So I went. I did something kind of fun today. Yeah. My dad 
called me and said, hey, so uh, his back's been bothering him. And he's like, I need to go sit in one of those massage chairs. I'm going to go get a pedicure. Do you want it? Do you and the girls want to go? And I said, yeah, of course. I'm not going to say no to a pedicure. <laughs> See you there. And, <laughs> and uh, so we get there. And then like, oh, it was annoying. While I was like sitting there, all I could think about was it's father. They kept like, what are you doing for Father's Day weekend? And I'm wearing my dad's shirt. And I'm thinking about fathers and reading these statistics. Like, well, I'm like, we we're supposed to go on a trip. Together. Yeah. But then I'm like, he can't treat me. I cannot allow this man to treat me to a pedicure. Yeah. Even though he asked me like I went through this whole thing and I was like no I'm gonna have to do it so yeah. then I thought about well do I just pay for his and then still let him pay for my daughter's because <laughs> I didn't want to pay for my kids they've been wearing my my tail off this week so I, I was know. like I was like so how did that work out in the end <laughs> I ended up paying for everybody because I <laughs> I knew if I did I was like oh. but you know it's only because my dad wanted to give it to the girls. Yeah, it wasn't me, but I still had to. Well, and he probably would have looked at you anyway. I'm, I mean, <laughs> he yeah. rolled his eyes. So he, like, he went up there to go pay. And she goes, oh, no. Like, you could tell the owner thought it was, like, so cool. And she was, like, being all, like, covert and, like, hiding the my card wrapped in a napkin. Like, she was all, like, <laughs> okay, he's going to go pay. And I'm like, yeah, he is. It's going to be okay. She's like, what do you want me to tell him? And I was like, she's like, I'll just tell him it's already going to take care of. <laughs> I was like, that works. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> do it. That's cute. I know. I didn't tell you what I did the last time I was up there, though. What? Okay. The snail salon? Yes. Which salon is this? Uh, Fountain Blue in Rockwell. I've been there once, and it's really nice. It is very nice. I love it. And so I went into the I went into the nail salon, I guess, the last time, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I got a pedicure and I had a couple glasses of wine. And so I was just like, I was, I felt good. You know, mm-hmm. I took one of the legal kind of edibles. For some reason, I never like drinking the wine they have in Nelson's because it's one of those headbanger wines, you know? Yeah. I just sip on it, but they also have liquor there, but I wasn't yeah. trying to get liquored up. I'm not the- trying to get litty at the <laughs> nail salon. Not getting liquored up at the nail salon. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so I, I went ahead and, uh, you know, had a legal yeah. edible and mm-hmm. had a glass of wine or two. And I sat there and I would like walked out and I'm like checking out my nails in the bathroom. I'm like, oh. and I had this cute outfit on my cute uh, blue jacket that, yeah. that you made me. Mm-hmm. And I literally, guys, this is so embarrassing. You know, when like you hype yourself up in the mirror or in the bathroom or like, you know, you oh, have no. to, you have to like kind of like look at yourself sometimes and be like, yeah, girl, you got it. You're doing all right. Yeah. Had one of those moments walk out of the bathroom and the they have cute guys that work there too they do and so two of the cuter guys are like kind of like out there and they look at me and they smile and i'm like oh god i'm like i see i am feeling so cute i (laughs) i literally was feeling that way i walk up oh no to the register yeah and i uh what I need, we need to check that. But I walk up to the register to go and pay. Mm-hmm. And the woman, and she's real cute, guys. Like, she's one of those real adorable, like, yeah. just hot Asian women, you know, yeah. like, bad bitch, right? Yeah. Exactly who I'm aspiring to, like, feel and be. And uh, and she goes, is there something wrong with the soap in the bathroom? 
And I said, what? And she goes, do we need more soap in the bathroom? And I, and like kind of gestured to my hand. Oh God, what? And I looked down and I grabbed the fucking soap dispenser instead of my water bottle. And that whole me in the mirror, me walking by the cute guys, I'm carrying around a soap dispenser. I, I truly <laughs> wish you would have like tried to take a sip. I would have Because that would have made it so much better. Then you would have been like. Well, I mean, I would have noticed by that, but I that just was that legal it. edible kicking in. <laughs> it was one of those with like the top little lids that are like, and you were like, I literally looked well because I was holding it like this, so I felt like I was holding it from the lid. But no, I was. Holding I thought you were going to tell me there was like doo doo on your finger or something. Ew, no, <laughs> no, my mind immediately went to the worst place, <laughs> or there was like toilet paper hanging out of your britches. No, <laughs> I'm just carrying around soap. Feeling hot when I look stupid. Okay, that's what was happening. That is hilarious. I love that. Yeah. I would have never let you forget that. Well, I'm now, never going to let yeah. you forget that. So, we're kitty whispers. <laughs> Yay. Which, by the way, look at our cute little bracelets. Yes. Our friend Lee made us these Can adorable bracelets. Maybe so. if she, like, loves all of us enough, we can get her to, like, make them for Yes. For um. I think we need to take a little break and then we will be right back. Bye. And we're back. Did you miss us? (laughs) Anyway, so I think last week, whenever we ended the episode, we let y'all know that we were going to go see our favorite medium, Lana. Yes. And get a reading and a massage because Lauren had gotten me a massage for my birthday. And, and we, because life is so busy and terrible. Yeah, we haven't been able to do it. And so yeah. it was nice. It was nice to go and see her. Because we, we usually do it virtually or she'll come to us. And we were actually able to go to her cute little her spot. Her cute little, what do you even call it? What does she, she call it? She literally has a butterfly like nature garden outside her home. Yeah. Uh, and she has this great little walk up and all of it and greenhouse area mm-hmm. and so i mean i was digging the vibes out there i would be out it there every day cute. walking you around know my it'd coffee. be nice to go uh in the evening because she had those lights like lining up to oh, her yeah. so i think it would be yeah definitely super the cool place. out there i maybe like can daydre and i just have like a sleepover in your little house outside <laughs> she'd be like we can have a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it is that cute so yeah, yeah. so we have to go see her and how was your massage it was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I know we were like pressed for time, mm-hmm. so we kind of had to rush it a little bit. But um, I will definitely have her do another one. Yeah, I'm. An, I definitely want to go and get one. I was going to get one, and she's right. Being a mom, being a parent, yeah. in her it it just provided other things we had to do. Exactly. So right before the reading. So, Lana has always had this little, like, crush on Mr. Callie. They had a moment, you know, his mom came through whenever we were doing the reading or whatever, the first time he ever came to see me. And so, of course, every time I see her, the first thing she asks me is, well, have you talked to Mr. Callie? Yeah. Well, and Lana's also kind of a, she's kind of a horn dog. She is such a flirt and a horn (laughs) dog, and she thinks he is just, like, the hottest thing ever. And so... I mean, literally, the the second he walked in the room for her to tell him what she was, you know, feeling, she's like, ooh, you're hot. Will you take your shirt off before we start this? (laughs) And I'm like, no. Lana, calm 
calm down. <laughs> and so then he was like, oh, is this why I'm in here? But um, so, yeah, so she was like, have you talked to Mr. Callie? And I was like, no. And she, uh, because I was like, you know, I already let you know kind of what he had said that was insulting. Unacceptable. The cum dumpster comment. God. <laughs> Just going to hit you with it. Yeah. Boom. Hope you're not oh, listening no. to the kids in the car. <laughs> Which she was like. Which you shouldn't be anyway. No. This is for 18 plus and over. So listen. If we have it marked as explicit. So. For a reason. So if you're a grown up adult and if you've done it or heard it or seen it yourself, you're not allowed to judge. So no. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she did just hit you with the cum dumpster. I did. He, I just like to keep reiterating, like, yeah, gotta remember that it him. was said. But, um, I was like, no, like, not after the little insult he gave me or whatever. And, um, she was like, I just feel like he's in a dark place and I think you need to reach out to him, which I'm like, mm, do I, do I need to reach out to I him? I don't think I do. And so, I'm an empathetic, kind person, and I do know Lana, and Lana means a lot to me, and so I just sent him a simple message, and I was like, hey, had a reading with Lana today. She did mention that she thinks she may be in a dark place, so if you feel the need to reach out to her, this is her contact information. That's all I said. That's it. Well, apparently he did, like, next day, and uh, that opened up this can of worms for him to then reach out to me and he said you know after meeting with Lana I just feel like we need to have a conversation and hash things out which I didn't have anything to hash (laughs) (laughs) so all of your browns were already hashed yeah I mean I just let him I just let him talk I really didn't have anything to say and he basically was filling me in on how he was feeling and the reason he lashed out which regardless of I do I did push buttons Mm -hmm. in a way that you know he called he called I knew he was calling being upset with what he heard on the podcast and rather than being like sensitive to that I guess I was just like oh yeah like what do you think of the episode the audio sounded really good didn't it you know like I was Pushing buttons because I'm like, well, and honestly, because I'm a button pusher also, I've tried to get better about it, mm-hmm. but that's just because I've, I've, I got tired of that like friction, but yeah. you know, but at the same time, like when someone, you know, it's coming or you're anticipating I knew the it, lecture yeah. was coming and yeah. I'm like, I'm a grown ass woman. Like, I don't need you to lecture me. I knew you were going to hear it. If you were going to listen, it was literally like, I told y'all I'm not great at gambling. So. I took a gamble by talking about it openly on the podcast and I either he was going to listen or he wasn't. So this whole entire thing is a gamble. (laughs) Yeah, 100 percent. So I don't know. He basically said there were several aspects about me that he loved. And he's like, I don't want to sit here and say, like, I'm in love with you. But essentially, like, I have very strong feelings for you and I'm not over it. And uh, so. Now he's kind of like trying to come back into the picture. And I just, I feel like I am so bad about giving people second chances that initially fumble what I bring to the table. And I just don't know if I want to be that person anymore. Like, I don't know if it's, it was already fumbled. Like, I've already been fumbled 
of more than one time with him. Yeah. What's going to be different this time? Right. And I just, I want to try to be better about not giving people that hurt me, blatantly hurt me a second chance. I'm a very forgiving person. I think that's the Pisces in me. Well, I mean, I think that it's, it's definitely something within you. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, I relate a lot. And like I've told you before, you know, many times being, you know, several years older than you, I, and then like dating progression as a woman in my thirties and in those moments, even though, you know, that we, I have kids and being a single mom adds a different layer. The rest of it is still the same. Mm -hmm. And so it is a hundred percent. Like I see you on this journey, literally just a little bit like behind me as far as like age goes, because I had to get to that point. Like I see you literally the way you are feeling and interacting with it. And you are a woman of value and you are independent. And yet I know what you, I know you, you're my best friend. I Mm -hmm. know what you yearn for. I know what you're wanting and what you deserve and what I want for you. And so, but it does mean something to me as far as like, you do have to come to that place on your own where you decide at that Mm -hmm. moment, I, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm not going to keep dating or giving opportunities and chances to these people. I'm just not going to do it. Or like, you're good at setting boundaries. I'm good at setting boundaries, but learning to uphold my boundaries was a whole different level Mm -hmm. of like self-love. And so I think if you just kind of looked at it it as like, am I going to feel like I'm honoring myself and my boundaries by giving this person who has treated me this way, another opportunity or chance to hurt me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the question you're going to have to ask yourself. And depending on that, then you know you're ready to move forward. I know you you like him. I know there's something about him. I know there's sincerity and earnest in his. Yeah, I you do know. think he genuinely cares about me. But, but I also think there's a lot of growth on his part that needs to be that had. That he's and, not there. And Satan really genuinely cared and loved me. Yeah. That's the thing people don't understand. When you're in an abusive relationship, the whole thing is not abuse. Because if it was, then you would, I mean, you're, it's just not like, that's what makes it so hard Mm -hmm. is that sometimes this person would treat you wonderfully and, and be sincere and, and their apology and their desire to be better Mm -hmm. and love you and worship you. But then it was like they, when they would see red, all of that goes out the window and then they would become this person who was very, and it was very hard because you love them, Mm -hmm. you care about them and you don't understand. And it just becomes more frequent and it's a cycle. It's the cycle of abuse. And so I guess you just got to be careful. He was abusive because I think both of us were like at each other all the time. Right. Well, you trigger him, but you can't take the responsibility for what someone else's triggers are. That's the, that's like the hardest thing that I have to learn or remind myself, but something that is so valuable for everyone to learn is that you are not responsible for other people's triggers. And, and I think I did mention that I was like, look, I know you get frustrated with me at times. I know how to push your buttons. And I told him that I a hundred percent know how to trigger you. And it at this point becomes a game, which is not nice of me. But at the same time, I said, it's on you to recognize what those triggers are. And whenever you're feeling like you're going to go there, you need to figure out a thing to like deescalate yourself because you should have just hung the phone up. You should have just hung the phone up, not said what you said, but I don't want to be in a relationship where I have to be defensive. I know not everything's perfect and there will be those moments, but I 
felt like it was all the time with him. And so I, I don't know. He called today. Well, it was hard for y'all to communicate. Oh, and I absolutely. think that's that's why you're being defensive because it's hard to communicate. And yeah. I think you need to just keep. I'm not going to say anything else about it aside from to Kitty Whispers, and we'll see how much of this makes it onto the audio. But you know, I think that it's important you recognize your if that's your trait. If I know what my trait is, we have to learn to put boundaries in there so we don't keep hurting yeah. ourselves. You said it to me best last night. You know, mm-hmm. like and oh, absolutely. Uh, he is a good person. He just. Yeah, if he's a good person, I'm just saying this is a learning opportunity for him so that he doesn't do it the next time. Yeah, and I'll have to have that conversation with him. But my conversations, Mm -hmm. detective listened and heard. And I just, ladies, I do want to say, and men, and kudos, that uh, it takes somebody that can listen to the Mm -hmm. podcast and actually go, you know what? You were right, and I shouldn't have said that. And uh, that's, I really don't know what I'm doing. Good Dating for is you. Yeah, and being as accountable. So, hurrah. And hurrah. Hurrah. <laughs> hurrah. hurrah. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I'm, I don't mean to sound like I'm lecturing you. I'm just, I'm saying it just as much for myself because I see so much of the similarities in our operating mm-hmm. systems. I don't that, think you're lecturing me. No, because I'm just, it's like I see that in you and I literally can be like, ah, I was there. I just no, crossed that No, that's puddle. the thing is like, yeah. I mean, you don't have to lecture. I'm, I know. Like, yeah. like I said, I'm a, I have the, I am, it is the worst, I am the worst about giving people second chances. And I do believe everyone deserves a second chance. But when I give you a second chance and then you drop the ball again or you fumble me again, that's when I have to look at myself in the mirror and say, not it. This isn't it. This isn't my person because my person wouldn't do me that way. Right. And I think all of us could probably be better about that. Um, but I'm going to try my best to like, yeah, stay Man. true to that. Growing and being a healthy person is a bitch, huh? It's like you do so much work on yourself and you try to be such a good and healthy person and be That's good at communication. And then, yeah, some days you're better than others. And mm-hmm. some days you spiral and or ghost or whatever. And it just, you know, you drink too much red wine. You have no idea. And it's like the, those things, it sucks because those are always the moments that you have to look in the mirror and go, well, shit. I guess I still got to work on myself here. So we'll always be working on ourselves. Well, I tried to work on yeah. myself this morning. How'd it go? <laughs> as far as I exercise, I have a trainer I work out with. He, I love him. I went to college with him. We've talked about him multiple times on here. But let me tell you, I don't know what he was on today, <laughs> but he sent me cardio, y'all. So he texts me and he's like, do you want to start at 1030 or do you want to get started at 1015 and start like he wanted me to walk on an incline on the treadmill, high incline. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, can we, that's fun. Can we do this together? I'm ready. I will be at your I house. I tell you all the time. Like after you tell me after you work out, you tell me when you're working out. And I've I been come. waiting for you to say like, I'm ready. OK, well, she's ready. So next I'm week, ready. actually Friday, we're going Friday. So um, Friday morning, I already have appointments, so we'll have to be next week. You didn't tell me in where two it's days. Win- okay, it's either I, Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. It's, I, it's two of those. It's either Monday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Friday. Those are the days. Well. So moving forward, you'll know. I know. Do not book anything between the hours of 8 and 11. Okay. It's a wide window, three days a week. But I know. It. Well, because I, honestly, Pierre is amazing. He charges quite a bit of money for these hour-long things. And so 
he does not charge me hardly anything. And so I'm on his time. I'm like, listen, you just let me know when you're available. So it's usually well, I will be there and I will not be oh. there yet. Uh, I'm going to be like that's probably fine. your cheerleader behind you. No, but yeah, I'm that's fine. But, but I'm definitely going to be. Well, I today that, you would have been like, oh. so he wanted me. OK, I had to walk on an incline for five minutes. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. Then he wanted me to run stairs 20 up and down is one 20 and then run 0.25 three times. I would have got one, one and Yo, a half. I and got like, to like seven, and I'm not going to lie. At this point, he hadn't FaceTimed me yet. <laughs> and so I'm like, <laughs> technically, he's not watching me. <sighs> so did you shave reps? I 100% shaved reps. I did like 10 in point one five. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to know your limits. Well, I just, I'm honestly, I, right now, I feel like my body, it, according to my period app, I'm about 10 days late. And that's normal. I have an IUD. It's not because I've been having sex because I have, that hasn't happened in a while. But are you, are you, are you a hundred percent? Yeah. I haven't had sex since like freaking March, I think. Did you hear how my voice just <laughs> uh, <laughs> the level uh, of like there's zero babies in here. <laughs> but when my body is like getting ready to start, I am so just bloated and and, and exhausted. And so Ugh. doing this today, I was like, this fucking sucks. So then you know, girl. <laughs> yeah, then he sends me like three rounds of like six ab workouts. 20 each and so i get that done i did do all those good job and then he calls and he's like okay what do you want to do legs or arms <laughs> Listen, and i was Pierre. like P- um that was, i feel like that i just rap. did a whole ass he goes no we ain't done <laughs> you and he's like you need to grab 15 you need to grab a 20 you need to grab a 35 did you hear what i said and i'm like yes <laughs> did you hear what i, I, heard, I heard what you said uh, he hated me today and you know what he said i said i don't know what you, you were wild this morning when you sent me that cardio and he goes well because i know you hadn't been doing it so oh. I wanted to make it hard. oh my gosh i used to have a dream that i loved who was like that. Uh, i do and honestly i feel like our workouts are also a therapy session because he just yes. talks shit to me the whole time like what are you doing with your life and so <laughs> Today, it was more of a hype up, though, because he was like, what the fuck are wrong with these men? Right. That, and he's like, if they're not doing this and they're not doing this, you don't give them the time of day. So uh-huh. Preach. He is. He's a, he's Preach, a, Pierre. He's a real one. Yes. I've known him for so long, and I am so grateful for our... Yes, I love those kind of relate those big yes. brother loving... Big brother, but also good keeps friends. my ass in shape. Yeah. And you know what he told me? He goes, Daydre you're going to have to find someone that works out. And I'm like, okay, I get that. I would prefer a dad bod. We've said that a hundred times, but okay. And he goes, yeah, because uh, if you don't have someone that works out, you're not going to work out and you're going to be getting real thick. And I was like, I want to throat punch you right now. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. I'm aware. (sighs) I know I could be thicker than a snicker. Same. It's fine. I know. Well, I feel like now. I mean, I've been doing real bad on my diet this week. I've been ha- I've been emotionally eating this week. I've had fa- I've been on that's my period. Me every week. I've been on my period. I've had fake creamery. I've had all and I think that's why yeah. my body's doing wild Ugh. things. It's trying to sync up with you, and I'm like Jesus. Well, probably, and it's I'm sorry, and I do typically you can have. Baby. <laughs> He's so sweet. 
Parker. He's so sweet. Uh, I do have friends that usually join in on my cycle, so I... We've all synced. Yeah. But I do. I've been feeling that way. Uh, so I'm sorry. That's fine. But I'll be ready to work out next week. I did cancel my appointment to get my IUD out. I canceled it. Why? Because I just don't know if I'm ready for this flood to come and not go away. Because last time I got off birth control, the flood didn't stop. I'm going to have to do that. You're going to have to get a new one soon, right? Can I even have babies anymore? Yes. No. You're in your... Yes. I've already had them, and I've had an IUD in me for a long time. And my body's just accepted. Have you heard of that? You're probably one of those fertile myrtles like my friend Kristen. I'm real fertile. She literally can just pop them out. My nipples literally just hurt by just saying that, talking about being fertile and having babies. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) I I want my nipples to hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about all that. Uh, (sighs) I am fertile, but... I shit, my girls are 16 months apart. I hope I can say I'm a fertile myrtle. Yeah. You got to get it out. I have this fear that I'm not going to be, but no, it's fine. Well, you, you got to think about it. That's what I was saying about birth control. You just got to have, like, I'm practicing mental birth control. I'm just, I've decided I'm not going to get pregnant ever again. I'm not having any more babies. So my body has accepted it. Well, let's just keep that IUD in there just in case. I'm not doing we'll anything keep it up fun as anyway. Like You're doing way more than I have. Do you want me to tell you the last time I got it in? I'm going to tell you right now. And you know what? You know who reached out today? Who? Uh, was it today? Yes, it was yesterday and today. So this is back-to-backs, which is the norm with this yeah. one. Mr. Bush. He reached out. And you know what he said? Come over. And you want to know what I said? How did he spell it? The normal way. <laughs> But you know what I said? I said, did you forget who you're talking to? Don't just text me, come over. You could ask how my day was first. Hey, you. Hi. Hey, why don't we grab grab some dinner tonight? And then you come back to, you know, no. Did you forget the rest of that sentence? You know what he said, though? Whenever I said, did you forget who you're talking to? He sent the crying, laughing emoji. And he was like, not at all. Miss Kitty Whisper. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. Okay, that was a good response. But so has he heard that his name is Mr. Bush? No. Mm-mm. He hasn't. I think it's very interesting. He does not listen. He's too busy lifting weights. Yeah. And it's true. Mill prepping. I think it's very <laughs> interesting that these men pay attention that we have a co- podcast but they don't like listen. Oh no, Mr. Callie listens. No, not Mr. Callie, but like Mr. It was Bush. April 1. That was that was the last time. Oh, yeah, because we got we both got it in on the same day. That's the last. That's a long time. Though in a, a world of irony. It sucks. Daydre's been messaging or have been uh, had more communication with Young Buck than I have since my birthday. And that, not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear how she just said, not, not. I'm not. 
a can, slut monkey that can, steals no. people's men. Oh, it's I'm in relation to work. It's in relation well, the, to for, work. No, but he, uh, what I was saying was is when you had sent him those videos and he responded back. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we had text conversations too, apparently. Yeah, and then he put out there that he was looking for like a graphic brand designer. Yeah. And so I told Adrian that I almost responded. Like, as a, a me normally, I write my friends. So yeah. I like I almost started responding. And I was like, wait, you ghosted me on my birthday. I'm not messaging you so i told her about it because yeah. they already follow each other and yeah. so she messaged him so and i messaged him and he's like oh yeah well, yeah it's whatever honestly my rates are probably higher than what fiverr would be so shout out to the designers on fiverr yeah 100 <laughs> percent. and you don't get a discount so no you can't get a discount when you ghost my full price babe mm-hmm now, if you came through with some like solid edibles or like a pre-roll or something, we could talk. But nope, <laughs> nope. Best friend tax says she's like, you better not. <laughs> I'm like, best Unless friend, she bring it to me. Best friend tax says we split any of the override 50-50 for <laughs> anything like that. If you actually yesterday was our friend Jeremy's birthday, I went over and celebrated. Love him. I was the only person outside of his family that was there. Love that. I was like, I feel like, like I just inserted myself in your family birthday party. Well, but. you want to know something funny? Is I was kind of <laughs> low key, like offended I wasn't invited because when we had texted about mm-hmm. going to dinner a couple of weeks ago, yeah. he said, okay, house party soon or something we talked about for his birthday. So yeah. then you tell me you're going over there. And I was like, you didn't invite me. And then, <laughs> well, he wants his yeah. house to be like, like top not like in order oh i know they're still like unpacking and stuff but what i was gonna say was is when you told me uh that it was just you and the rest of his family i was like oh okay yeah i'm not offended i wasn't but i was cracking up so his kids they're adorable i love them but they were in charge of getting his he likes pie so they got pie well they forgot to get birthday candles oh and so his daughter goes into the pan like the cabinet Pulls out candles, like actual fragrant candles. And (laughs) she got two that were two wick and then one. So she's like, look, it's like 41. (laughs) I was like, funny. I don't hate it. And this is perfect for your dad because (laughs) it fits you. I'm in a nutshell, but. No, it was a lot of fun. and um, But See? so Friday, we're going to go. He loves karaoke. So I think we're going to try to find a fun, like, karaoke spot. And uh, are we going to? We're going to get out and have some we, fun. You and I, we need to go. We need to go flirt. We need to go Absolutely. play. Absolutely. Well, today I was texting Catherine. I don't know if you and I have huh? ever got to go play play together. I know. I think last time. Either one of us have always been trying yeah. to get over a breakup or, or with somebody. Was talking to somebody. Yeah. yeah. We need to go play. But uh, I was talking to Catherine <gasps> today and I text her and she was like, or I said, hey, we need to find a karaoke bar. Yes. <laughs> I said, will you help me do this? And she goes, and I kept wondering why she was Can asking Can we tell her me, age appropriate though for us so we don't feel like the oldest one's in there? Oh, though she actually, knows. Actually, she acts older than we are. And she's 26. (laughs) Anyway, so she's messaging me all these questions. And she's like, are you actually going to sing karaoke? And I was like, I mean, maybe. I don't know. It depends on my mood. And then finally I messaged her back. And I was like, it looks like the only place I can find is Liquid Zoo in Dallas. I said, but it's a gay bar. And she goes, Daydre, the last place we need to take you is a gay bar (laughs) where you can't find a man. 
And I forgot to tell her it was for Jeremy's birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't know where we'll end up. But she was like, oh, it's for Jeremy. She's like, okay, he's a karaoke queen. And she goes, but I literally was like, why does she want to go sing karaoke so bad? (laughs) That's so funny. I was like, okay, this conversation's all making sense now. No. What? She's like, you want to go to a karaoke? You don't like singing karaoke. (laughs) That is so funny. Yeah, and I was like, well, and then I told her, I said, well, last time we took Jeremy to a gay bar (laughs) was on Halloween. I never got to go there. You weren't able to go because it was, uh, I think you had the girls that weekend. But we went to this gay bar, and he was dressed as a Viking, first of all. Oh, you know, gay men, they love when the bear walks in. Oh, and he's so a bear. they all assumed he, which Jeremy was getting drinks bought for him. And then us girls are over here like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I don't want to go. like double fisted, like, this yeah. shit's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So <laughs> we need to do some research and find a good game. We're not going where the guys are buying Jeremy's drink. Exactly. That's why I was like, well, I can only find liquid zoo, but we have to find a I love my queens, and I want to go and make besties, but we're trying to go make some friends. You know what I mean? Friends. Friends. A.K.A. roster members. Something, because shit on board. Hi, honey. Here we go. Well, guys. It's about that time. It's raining for the 900th time outside. <laughs> it was so, <laughs> so steamy today. I was wanting it to rain, so it would cool it down. It's my real dad's birthday today, and I called him earlier Aww. to tell him how, Yeah, I, I called him Pops is what I call him. Then I, I Wait, call, he's a Gemini, too? Yes. Uh, told you. <laughs> Why do you think I have such a fucked up relationship with them all? <laughs> Lauren's real dad at the home is very base. handsome. Yes, he is. And Lena, whenever I saw him, she's like, you're looking more like your dad. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to take that as a compliment. She does. You do resemble him. Um, yeah. So I called to tell him happy birthday. And I said, is it raining down there? And he said, no, but the air is the, uh, the air is feeling like the kind you could you could wear or something like that. Literally. Like, but he has the most like country, but like one offs. He used to say things to me like when I was growing up, I'm going to end on this note, a dad joke and a dad saying, okay, we're ready. He said, if wishes were horses, we'd all ride forever. Okay. He used to say, don't. What does that mean? If wishes were, were horses. horses. Oh, like we'd be wishing. We'd all, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they were horses. Don't, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or you could shit in one hand and wish in the other and my see which dad, one f- uh, fills up first. My dad says sticks out like a turd in a punch bowl. <laughs> and I realized very early on in college that nobody else has heard that because I used I've to never say it. heard that. You used to say. <laughs> I would say, well, that just sticks out like a turd in a punch bowl. And it's like everybody would stop what they're doing and be like, did you really? And they're like, what the hell does that mean? I was like, like sticks out like a sore thumb. Like clearly a turd in a punch bowl is going to stand out. Sore thumb? Heard. Yeah, but that's not as fun as turd in a punch bowl. You drop a turd in a punch bowl, everybody's going to notice, I hope. (laughs) I hope too. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, Southern dads. 
there's something. Happy Father's Day. Yes, happy Father's Day. We Enjoy love yourself. all of you. Yes. See you next week. Bye.